Yeah, this is the. Yeah, we haven't really officially started because I haven't done my thing. Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is Small Hand Rick, and I've got my arms folded in Sweden, Dave. Welcome, gentlemen. And we are Beer Plus Three on this day that is so close to my wife's birthday. Yay. And Dave's birthday, actually. And my birthday, yay. Yes. I know like 15 people whose birthday is in the next 30 days. Yeah, in March. A lot, March. Of, a lot of birthdays. Yeah, there was a lot of, of humping, apparently. Nine okay, months apparently, if you March. count oh, back that's nine months. People yeah. are fucking at midsummer. Oh, summer loving. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't really know funny. the words. It's really funny because here in Sweden, Midsummer is a really big holiday. So here in Sweden, birthdays are really clustered in March. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Because <laughs> everybody fucks in Midsummer. You'd think it would be some in, in the winter, too. I mean, because, you know, it gets cold. Everyone wants to rub together. Or it's just they're so miserable that no, nobody wants to touch each other. <laughs> I like it. You don't want to be out making snow angels? No? <laughs> There's it's no like snow angels. It's like negative 16 right now. Yeah, I know. Negative, oh, Celsius. What's negative 16? I'm going to, hold on. Negative 16 Celsius? That's oh. Negative 16 Celsius in like Five, six degrees? I don't know. It's way down there. Really it's a difficult conversion to do. Yeah, it was, yeah, there is no conversion. Even though Bree can apparently do three it. Right degrees. Three degrees. What? Holy crap. Three. Three. So I was I was a bit three off, but I wasn't high. too far. I have a couple friends in Sweden and they're posting pictures of all the snow. You know, it makes makes the photos that I post of snow in Bellingham look quaint. <laughs> uh, this week this week was really bad. We had a a lot of a lot of snow and it was really cold this Yeah, week. apparently England is completely blanketed as well. Yeah. England and Yeah, Nairo. they were down to like negative 6 or something like that. That was really cold to them. Yeah. Yeah, we have no snow here this this year at all. I mean, we've had a little tiny bit, but it's um like everything's looking like it's what? <laughs> Why are you flipping me? Off? I've had uh, let's see that first time it snowed back in what December? Oh, that's not. That was um, anything. We had no. snow for a month. And then it all melted away, and then this last <laughs> time it snowed, which was, uh, what, uh, like a week ago? Uh, a couple weeks ago, A couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. My entire neighborhood was basically a sheet of ice. Oh, but you're, yeah, you're out And then the we uh, we ended up getting about six or seven inches of snow. Yeah. Or what, 15 centimeters, <laughs> uh, which is I'm sure is nothing to you. Um, but, and then that snow stayed up until yesterday. Oh, no kidding. Yesterday, now, finally, it's it's almost all gone. Wow. Yeah. But I live in the deep woods. Yeah, you live near. Yeah, but near the, the thing mountain. here, the thing here is that snow happens, so they salt the roads. Everybody has studded tires. In fact, you have to have studded tires. That yeah. makes sense. Um, the, they plow the roads. I mean, all that stuff is just normal. Yeah. So it's really not that big a deal. How do? What's your impression of like uh, Americans or at least people in Bellingham driving in snow compared to people in Sweden? Do you notice They're a fucking difference? Idiots. <laughs> Seriously, uh, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, my tires don't get any traction." 
all four of my tires don't get any traction, but I've got four-wheel drive. Well, just because you have four-wheel drive yeah. doesn't mean your tires get any traction. <laughs> that means nothing. It, it's funny because uh, usually, you know, we get snow out there, and inevitably, every time we get snow, the first people to crash are all the four-wheel drive people. It's all trucks in the ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very rarely so, like a car like mine, which is, you know, just a sedan. Yeah. You know, four-door sedan. It's it's always the, the people that are a little too brave because they have four-wheel drive. But even when I had four-wheel yeah. drive, I still drove like it was a sedan. I'm like, I'm not driving fucking fast. Yeah. I want I well, want to make sure I stay on the road. If your tires don't get any grip because of the... Because of the snow and ice on the road, having four tires doesn't mean it make any difference. Yeah, whether two ti- yeah, tires are spinning or four tires are spinning, they're all just spinning. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, no, that was yeah. one of the first yeah. things that I learned. But there's also a, there's also another problem in Bellingham as opposed to here. Yeah. Bellingham, um, it will snow a little bit or rain and usually hovers when it does do that it hovers around the freezing area yeah so it'll freeze and snow and then it'll warm up and melt and rain and then freeze again and so you end up with ice as opposed to snow and and things like that you end up with ice and then it and then it it melts and then it freezes again and then it rains a little bit and then it snows and so you just end up with ice 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 and so when baby um and so you end up with stupid shitty drivers with no studded tires that are collaborating and listening. Back in the brand new invention, something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up the stage. I wax a chocolate like a candle. Dang. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Um, Did your story. So, so the problem is that since people people generally choose to use chains instead of um, studded tires Yeah. if they're going to use anything at all. And the problem is, is you can take chains off, and that's the issue, is that when it looks like it's okay, it's really not. And so people drive around at 55 on the freeway thinking that it's clear, but it's not clear. Mm. And they really should have studded tires, whereas here everybody has to have studded tires from October to April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I have no studded tires. I just drive really fucking slow. Well, I've been uh, I've been <laughs> I've been teaching my son how to drive over the last month or so. And uh, when it snow- when it did snow for that little bit, I decided I'd take him out just to give him the experience of driving on the ice. Yeah, but where where did you take him? Well, I just, I just took him all around this neighborhood, which was really fine. I mean, that was that was really okay. And then I took him down at the very end as we were heading home. I brought him down to this sharp turn off from the from this road near our house from Britain Road for people who are familiar with the area he yeah, goes to turn <laughs> he goes to turn and um the the car just suddenly goes out of control and it's just rolling it's just straight ahead and i'm in the passenger seat freaking out and and he's completely calm he's just sitting there holding the wheel and pressing the brake <laughs> it's just like we're just sliding right toward a parked car and i'm just like oh, stop 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 and he's just yeah it's gonna happen. Whatever. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Well, he knows he doesn't have to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was that was the big difference. It's funny because my dad did the same thing. Like as soon as it snowed, my dad's like, "Let's get in the car." But he took me to like a large parking lot where there was not nothing there. 
Oh, yeah. That's... And then had me do go through all of the different motions. He had me slide and feel it. And yeah, this, yeah, that, yeah. And the other. Yeah. And, you know, how it felt to, to pump the brakes and, and stop and then slam the brakes and stop. So he had me do all of that stuff Yeah. Uh, for like an hour in, in the parking lot of the high school, which there was no one there. Right. Um, and then he made me drive home. Yeah. After that, which so. Well, I mean, that's basically what we, we did. Actually, go to a, to a parking lot down here and, okay. and drove around through through a, one, a couple of the neighborhoods too. But um, yeah, that was uh, that was I, I. You guys have yet to get to that point where you where you have that experience of uh, teaching your child how to drive, and, and trust me, it's not. It's. I have a lot of great memories. Of oh no, I'm gonna let my wife do it and just <laughs> yeah. listen. I'll be able to listen to the screaming from my house from Bellingham. <laughs> it's gonna be genius. It's not fun to be sitting in the passenger seat while the the it's a child. Opportunity. It's a perfect opportunity to, for me to throw all of her shit talking about my driving back in her face. She's like, oh, take your son out to drive. I'm like, sorry, you think I'm a shitty driver, so. <laughs> your turn. Yeah. It's not, there's a, I don't know how you, how you guys, if you guys are, like, I'm really weird about cars being in a car when somebody else is driving. I'm already tense about that as it is. But when it's your kid. Driving the most expensive thing that you own, <laughs> it's like the the stress levels just kind of mm. ramp up a little oh, bit. Yeah. That's why I'm starting yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about the legality of that. No, I don't like, care. I don't care. She's getting behind the wheel. She's tall enough now, for Christ's sake. She's yeah. almost as tall as her mom. Yeah. <laughs> and she's ten for crying out loud. So you know. Yeah. You know. Next yeah. next part job. <laughs> Getting a job. What about school? You Fuck you, get a job. get a job. There's lots of child labor jobs out there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. Everybody needs board. somebody to crawl under their house. Mm-hmm. That's what I had to do when I was a kid. That was my dad. My dad would be like, oh, God, something under the house. You got to do this. Jeff, get over here. Get under the house. <laughs> but it's scary and dirty and there's cobwebs and spiders and dead things. That's right. That's why Shut you're up. Doing get it. under the house. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. We were our house was built on a on a graveyard. It's fine. Just uh, don't worry about it. If any hands reach up out of the dirt and grab at you, just, just no, I wasn't just afraid of those away. dead bodies. It was all the creepy <laughs> crawlies. I'd be more more worried about the shitty TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which you know, what's the equivalent of that nowadays? They don't really do that anymore. It's all digital. <laughs> Yeah. You don't really get the B fights, is what we call it in our house, the B fights. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't get the B fights anymore. Nobody, for, for kids nowadays, my daughter has never seen the B fights. Yeah, for kids nowadays, it's a horror story if they get disconnected from the internet for like yeah. thirty. Seconds. It's just a black screen, like, <laughs> oh my god, I was disconnected. Where's my YouTube's? Where's my YouTube's? PewDiePie froze. <laughs> my son starts flipping out when the internet just goes slow. <laughs> like, he doesn't he doesn't understand back in the day when you were like 1600 1600 modem yeah and you're like <laughs> oh yeah yeah right. 45 minutes to read this bulletin board that's so awesome i still remember like in the first week that i got online i found like an ftp site where they had photos of each of the planets 
and I was clicking <laughs> on them, and it was loading. It was loading. It was like literally do, 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 line by line by line. It took like a minute and a it half. It basically looked like a printer, but on yeah. the screen. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was just blown away. I was like, oh my god, I'm looking at a picture of Mars on my computer screen. This is so futuristic from the internet. <laughs> Oh, it was it was great, yeah. Uh, that was the good. That was the good times. It was yeah. like fucking middle school or high school when yeah. I was doing that. Yeah. yeah, I never looked at pictures. I just did the the FTP sites to play D and D because I'm a dork. I wish, <laughs> I wish I'd have known about that back then. I had no idea that D and D was you know had a presence online. You know, I hear people talk about that all the line, all the time now, but I didn't know. I don't even remember it. how I found out about it. To be honest with you, I, I'm not sure. Oh, I know how I found out because uh, um, me and my friends were really into D and D. I was like 12, yeah, 12, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there. And this guy, uh, um, I met these <laughs> these guys, and we went to I went to their house like once, and my parents were like, "No, this guy's weird," and but they were all thought it was all Satan worship anyway. But uh, <laughs> they, this guy's weird. Well, you're not coming back. Well, he told me later. Like, I talked to him on the phone. And, oh, I, uh, I have this guy that plays D&D online. Do you have that? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Because my dad was a super geek, too. Yeah. And so uh, that's how I ended up on that bulletin board. And I I, uh, I remember in a, we had to go to an inn, deal with a dwarf, um, talk to the dwarf to get our mission or whatever, you know, the usual D&D stuff. And, like, just the interaction I described took, like, a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> because you would go on, you would log in, you would read the description of what's happening, you would put what you your character wants, yeah, and then you would just log off, and then other people would do the same. And then you would log back on, and then finally, like two or three days later, if the DM is on it, he does all the reactions, and then you have to react again. So it was like. Every tiny little conversation took days. I, that's actually kind of cool sounding, though. I mean, I wonder if there's still people out there doing that. No. No? <laughs> no, we have this. This is yeah. how people play D&D now. In fact, a lot of people yeah. do play. In fact, Caleb is one that uh, he plays online yeah. with, like, several people. So he's set up with something like this through yeah. Friendface or well, but my daughter... whatever, Skype or whatever it is. And then he plays in a, a Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, uh, thing with like three other guys and a DM. Yeah. Well, my daughter, my daughter does that too with her friends. They get on Skype and and play D and D together. But um, I almost like the idea of like you know like words with friends is nice because you have all that time after the person plays to sit there and stare at the board without somebody, you know, jumping on you for taking forever to play. I almost like the idea that you can come in and just read what happened and then think about it for a while. You should play you Scrabble with me. Thing. I just fall asleep. <laughs> between okay, I got to tell you guys a quick story here about. A, uh, I had a friend from Aberdeen challenged me to words with friends about two or three years ago. I've been playing it for years with uh, whoever wants to play, and um, the uh, he he got on right. And I, if he listens to this podcast, I, I guess I should apologize to him. But he was never like the. Smartest guy when it came to words, okay? So I was, like, decimating him game after game, and, and, and I, yeah. just, I felt kind of bad. I was like, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself some rules with him. I'm not going to do, like, it's, they're all going to be single-syllable words. I'm not going to make any plays above 15 points, no plays where I do multiple words. You know, sometimes you can get yeah. multiple words and stuff. So it's kind of holding myself back, and I still was beating him. 
And then he uh, he sent me a message. He kind of ended the game early and sent me a message. He goes, you know, you were really smart in high school. I didn't think you'd cheated a game like this. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> How do you cheat at Words with Friends? Yeah, I know. I it's... You, look up, you look up words on a Scrabble word finder. Yeah. You take your letters and you put them yeah. into a, a word finder. Uh... And then it gives you every possible word combination. Um, And then you can put in it starts with this or ends with this, and then you can maximize your your play every time. I've played a couple people that that were like that. I mean, I don't play anymore because it it just wasn't that entertaining over over a long period. But yeah, um, yeah, like some people, they maximize their words every time. And yeah. There's, I, I was curious once because I, I find the idea of cheating at a game like that to be kind of absurd, especially if you know the other person's cheating. Then you're both just like conduits for these two systems to play against each right. other, and it just it doesn't make any sense to me. But um, yeah. I, I've played against people where it was really obvious they were cheating. They were playing like these really esoteric words in the most you know optimal places to get them you know these amazing amount of points yeah. every time. It just it was insane. And um, there are literally websites where you can go on, you can punch in where all your letters are, yeah. and it'll save it for you. Yeah, and then you just tell it what letters you have, and it'll it'll do that. Um, there's other sites where they'll. It's a lot of work to play. I know. It's like well, did, I thought we were doing this to have fun or to like exercise our our brains. I'll or stick something, with you know? my pandemic talisman in uh, like, Tokaido. It's like masturbating until somebody else comes. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Fucking bullshit. I think we just found the name of our episode, Masturbating Until Someone Else Comes. It's a little long, but we'll work on it. Oh, I wanted to finish the the thing about this guy who, you know, thought I was cheating years ago. Yeah. He um he has uh, recently, you know, he's a huge Trump supporter, big time. And I've argued with him a few times and he's kind of like he's very childish about it, you know, the whole uh um, I I love I love liberal tears. He's a straight and, talker. Yeah, I oh, love yeah, that. Yeah, That's yeah. my favorite. Well, thing. you said he wasn't so good with words, so I assume that you meant he was a Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah. One can assume Aberdeen <laughs> equals. Yeah, yeah. But he recently, for some bizarre reason, challenged me to another game, and this time I'm not holding back. So the last move that I made, I was at 170 points, and he was like at 32. <laughs> And I'm waiting no for chance. him. I'm waiting for him to bail because I'm going to say I thought you Trump supporters had all the best words. I'm oh, dying fabulous words! They're amazing words. <laughs> well, hugely isn't an official word, so not yet. <laughs> We're working on it. Bling is in the dictionary, gonna, so you know things yeah, happen. Yeah. And I believe that collusion is more than seven letters. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think maybe. It's. I think it's eight. Yeah, eight, nine, eight. something like that. This so is what, why I don't play Scrabble or Words with Friends because I can't spell. So, what do we think of the Melvin? Or you have no friends. Oh. That could be. I have no friends. <laughs> I have no friends. Yeah. yeah. So what do, what do we think of the of the Melvin Jesus? Oh, our starter dialogue? beer was Melvin's Jesus, spelled H E Y Z E U S. Jesus. That's not in the dictionary. But um, uh, and it's a Mexican style lager. I enjoy, I like this. Um, it was one of the Melvin the Melvin uh, brew pub that we have here in town has every Monday I think or maybe it's every day I don't know what but I just went there on Mondays. But uh, they would have like a beer of the day that was like three dollars, and this was one of those times where I almost all their beers are like 
eight percent and up. It's yeah. ridiculous they're, how I, they're how ridiculously alcoholic their beers are, um, which I love generally. But when I'm going to play D and don't want to be shit housed. Well, I can't I can't go there without having two. I have two and, beers, and then I feel like I can't drive. Exactly, and that's actually uh, that was one thing that. Uh, uh, the folks across the street, uh, Menace said, is like, uh, we can't, we, we've kind of stopped serving people that went to Melvin first because their beers are so, you know, <laughs> well, th- this their one, ABV is so high that, you know, people come over and they're already housed. They're well, already trashed. This one claims to be 5.2%. It is. But I don't, here's the thing about Melvin beer is I always feel like I'm getting more alcohol than it actually says it is. They're lying I don't, to me. No. no. <laughs> I'm gonna go all. I'm gonna go all Alex Jones here in a minute with the, with the Melvin. Please do Melvin. not go all Alex Jones. <laughs> They're giving us more Obama alcohol than they say. Obama is not fucking up your ABV. Oh my God, man! I watched a uh, I watched a Joe Rogan podcast segment with Alex Jones on it for about 45 minutes. It actually scared me because what? I realized how. Serious. Wait, if, Alex Jones is from where? He's the he's the conspiracy guy. Infowars. Infowars. Yeah, the, the Hillary's oh, yes. a devil. Okay, he started, he did you. the whole pizza game yes. thing. Yes. And so he starts going into all of his conspiracy. Like I don't listen to the guy. I don't. I, don't I care mean, for kudos that shit. to Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Rogan's a little bit of a nut anyway. He, he but. likes to bring people on like that and just sort of like keep giving mm-hmm. them more rope until they hang themselves. He's and he gets accused a lot of times of of promoting these guys when he's just bringing them on and going. Well, we're. no, no. And I, I've I've kind of understood that through his yeah. his podcast. I don't often listen to it because I don't really like him very much. Yeah. I mean, his stand up's pretty funny. I've watched it's his very stand up. Very funny guy. Yeah. But. His podcast is three hours long, and it's yeah. just it gets annoying after a while. But, but yeah, this 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 the one with Alex Jones on it really actually started to scare me after a while because he asked him to start like tell us about one of your one of your conspiracy theories, you know, tell us about what what's, and he starts down this path, and it's just so like the guy is so. At what point paranoid. do you think he's making it up? No, that's what scared is, was me. Was there a point where you think he's making it up? I don't think up, he's or? making it up. I think he really believes this stuff. No, no, and I understand that he really yeah. believes it, but the, generally when you talk to people like that, yeah, yeah. they get to a point after you ask them so many questions, like you use logic on them, yeah. and you ask them so many questions, there's a point to where they just start making shit up. And you can oh, often oh. tell no, when that but happens. That's not his tactic is to freak out. I watched another video with him. I, after that, I, I had to watch a couple more videos of people interviewing him just because I was like, that really freaked me out. The guy is so convinced of his own bullshit that it's actually kind of scary. I mean, he's convinced that there's like a shadow government that's running everything. And that Hillary Clinton's but, part of it, and that it's all child molesters. It's not, and, just the, it's not just the conspiracies. He sells products on his show. Oh, oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he definitely a does lot that. Of products, and they're fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's seriously. That's. I mean, it, it, I don't know exactly which. I can't give you an, an exact example, but yeah. I mean, it's stupid shit like Obama cream and stuff like. Yeah, that yeah. You put you, that you well, put let me guess. The cream is white. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's horrible. And so he's, he's been on, uh, for a long time and he's, and he's got a very loyal following. I mean, you kind of have to be loyal to listen to his bullshit, Yeah, but it's all about selling the products Mm that, I mean, cause that really is. That's probably such a large part of his. Well, with YouTube's current, uh, 
you know, current situation. Yeah. I mean, almost everyone on YouTube has to go to Patreon or has to have some sort of other way of making money to continue doing what they're doing. Right. Otherwise, yeah. they can't they can't continue on. So he's he's no better than anybody any other YouTuber out there. I'm not trying to downplay YouTubers. There's a lot of really cool people out there doing some yeah. amazing stuff. Yeah, but. There's also him and people like him. Well, he he was on. I watched another video of him being interviewed in in England by a couple of British guys, and he was a uh, he was a. Uh, they were you know I mean British people are just like logical to a fault you know at, at times and eh, well I mean the the people in their media at least are compared to ours especially um, but they can <laughs> okay they're legitimate media <laughs> versus our legitimate media. But anyway, they uh, they kept cornering him on one of the things that's like it's like my favorite question when people bring up stuff about you know like oh Hillary Clinton has people killed you know when they disagree with her and stuff and it's like okay well why is Bernie Sanders still alive you know why is Donald Trump still alive and they kept asking him they go well there's this shadow government and you're exposing it why are you sitting here talking about it why haven't they gotten rid of you. And he, instead of like you, you, you said See, he would make up more stuff. See, that's where the bullshit starts. You I know. can tell when he but starts instead to make of, shit up. Instead of making stuff up, he starts yelling. And that's where he just loses it at that point. And then the, the two guys who were interviewing him were going, okay, well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to listen to this idiot. And while he's screaming in the background, he's yelling stuff at them about being part of the conspiracy. <laughs> It's just nuts. So his his whole defense, instead of just continuing to make shit up, yeah. he just gets loud and yells just and accuses well, people of being that. part that's of the shtick. problem. Yeah, that's a shtick. I, yeah. I hope like hell it's a shtick because it it actually did. I'm not kidding. It actually started to scare me a little bit, thinking that he really believed like the the degree of paranoia that it required for him to interpret some of the things that he was interpreting. You know, um, you'd have to watch it to know what I'm talking about. I don't, I, I don't remember a lot of the details, but it was just, it was like everything fed into this, and he, his mind had a way of just like twisting everything into this great conspiracy that's going on. Hmm. And it was just, it was so fucking weird, man. I, yeah, I, I've rarely had interviews that actually frightened me like that. Wow. Yeah. See, that's uh, super religious people do that to me, but. Um, it, what's similar. funny is you talked about Joe Rogan and how he had him on. Yeah. It's he, what's funny is you've been you've been to some of Greg Proop's podcasts and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. he will go on to Fox and Friends. He's Greg been Proops on like Rogan? yeah, he goes on the, all that stuff because yeah. he wants to argue his point. You know, he's I would love to see Greg it, Proops and on Fox it's, it, I've looked up some of those videos. It's very interesting oh, because eventually those guys do the same thing to him because he's saying things that are you know fact. Fact, he's using facts, yeah. logic, you know, all of the things that they tend to avoid. Yeah, yeah. And they do the same thing. They start yelling over him. They start talking over him. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It's really interesting. Check it out. Um, great I, yeah, I'll, on I'll look Fox and Friends. And he just did it like a few months ago. No kidding. Yeah, he does it all the time. I would and, think, and they, I would it's think... funny because they keep inviting him back because I think he gets, you know, people people when they watch him they, they get reactions. Oh, okay, is yeah, really yeah. what they're looking for. Yeah. It's ratings. It's all about ratings. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. But yeah, it, 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 Joe Rogan's kind of the same way and it's it's kind of awesome. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Should we move on to our next beer? What's up? What is our next beer? I don't know. It depends I'm on not going to crack this open. We just drank a six pack. So Yeah, I know. I would So we should probably crack that. open something that's Eh, most likely in your fridge. Yeah, okay, I'll go grab it. Yeah, go grab it. You guys go on. grab it. Carry He's going to go grab it. 
I, know, I love it when he I'm, 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 I'm watching you, Dave. I'm looking at you in this wonderful eye pizzle that he's, he's brought out because it's a big, big, huge one. Yeah. Unfortunately, at the bottom of the, uh, the picture that you are framed by here, um, there's a little talk bubble with an arrow pointing down that says explore video effects. But it's pointing to your crotch. So... <laughs> That's where the that's where the special effects are. <laughs> ah, okay. It's yeah. remarkable, but well, unphenomenal. I mean, it's like a it's like a stylus. It's like a stylus. Your wife wanted some of this. We're now drinking banana bread beer. Oh. Yeah, that's what I said. That's that's weird. Ew. I don't know. We're, we'll we'll find out. Uh, this is beer brewed with bananas from Wells. One of my eyes I can't read with anymore. Anyway, it's banana bread beer, malt beverage brewed with bananas and banana flavor. I'm not sure I'm going to enjoy this. So it's this. malt liquor. Ooh, they have uh, a, a romance copy, which I will read when uh, um, our uh, beloved, uh, this is the banana. Oh, I've, I've had that before. Is it as foul as it sounds? It's it's not memorable. I remember it because it's the label is memorable, but uh, well, we'll <coughs> we'll, <coughs> we'll definitely try it out. I haven't tried it yet. That was just me coughing on my own person. But you know, so what 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 else has been going on with, in Sweden with your uh, vacation and the snow and Sarah and little Nathan? Uh, everything's going really well. Um, Vacation was weird. I'm not used to having so much vacation, so uh, I really hadn't thought about having any taking any vacation since my vacation last August. Yeah. Um, but about a month ago, my boss comes to me and says and said that I he noticed that I hadn't signed up for any vacation this quarter, and I was like, well, yeah, I really haven't thought about it. I mean, I don't really have any plans to go anywhere, so I'm just figure out work and he's like no you have to take your vacation <laughs> because because it because if it, it's five weeks of vacation so if you yeah. don't take it throughout the year you end up with more than you have at the end of the year and they they want you to take your vacation because is it use it or lose it over there you get paid for it if you don't use it you get paid for what you don't use but they want you to take it because it increases your productivity yeah is that there's the they forgot you were American and we work no matter giving what. Giving you extra money doesn't give you the relaxation and the personal time that you need in order to be a productive employee. It just gives you more money. Ah. So my boss is pretty much you have to take a you have to take some vacation. So I took I took this week because my my son's daycare is closed because it's spring break. What? It's 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 not it's not really spring break. It's called sport love. It's a of course, it's break. a sport loaf. Yeah, it's a, it's a sports it's a sports break for for winter sports. Ah. Um, and so I took this week off so that because my son's out of daycare, so he's not gonna he doesn't have anywhere to be during the day anyway. And he he's just gonna loaf around anyway. Yeah, and so we went to the science museum and and did a bunch of stuff like that. So, uh, but I start back I start back at work on Monday. It's cool. great. I get my first my first salary increase next month nice so that'll be nice i find out what it is this next week 
Um, and then yeah. I get it in April, but they, they back pay me from January. So cool. So that'll be really nice. And then I, I also did, uh, did my taxes this week. Woo! I know. It's really easy to do your taxes here. Oh, they do it like a real government? Right. Well, there's no deductions pretty much for anything. You get deductions for your travel time to and from work if you live a certain distance away from your job. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, there's really no such thing as deductions. So the government does your taxes and sends it to you, and then you sign off on it electronically, and that's it. And for the most part, you don't get any money back, and you don't owe them any money because they take your tax rates from your paycheck, and there's no deductions, and then that's it. You know, everybody walks away. Yeah. But if you do have deductions, like I, I, I buy a, a bus pass and a train pass every month. Yeah. And I can, I can deduct the money that I spend from my income for tax purposes. So they take out the money, they take out the money, the taxes for the money that I spend on that. But then when my taxes come around, I declare that I've spent so much money on taxes or on transportation, and then they give me give me back the money that I've paid for those for that amount. Uh, so I did that this 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 year, and um, so that's super cool. I, I should get back several thousand dollars. So they give you back the actual amount that you spent. It's not no they, they uh, so, so say I spend. 50,000 crowns, or we'll say 60,000 crowns because it's easier to do the math. Mm-hmm. Say I spend 60,000 crowns on transportation to and from work every year. Okay. Well, that money, they've taken 30% of it in taxes automatically from my paycheck. And so when I tell them that I've spent 60,000 crowns on uh, transportation to and from work, I get the money that I paid in taxes in that. Oh, they deduct okay, it okay. from my total income and give me the che- give me the taxes they collected. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I thought you were. I thought you meant that you actually get back the amount that you spent. No. So, so they deduct from my total income. They deduct the money that I spent on on get, going to and from work, and then give me back the taxes I paid on that amount. Hmm. Interesting. Because I paid taxes for my full salary, but they only count part of it because I I paid for the train and stuff yeah so there's also some other cool things that we can deduct taxes deduct deduct. um the government has a program where you can hire certain jobs um you can hire companies to do certain jobs for you like i recently hired a housekeeper yeah um for every two weeks they come in for a couple hours and they and they clean but, it, but the government subsidizes that because that's a really good job opportunity for people that come here that don't necessarily know the language or don't have much schooling or anything like that. Hmm. So it's really beneficial from the government's point of view to, to employ these people because then they pay taxes and things like that, and then they contribute back to the, to the tax system that they're getting benefits from. Right. So they pay 50% of the cost of those services. So when I... But they, they do that at the point of sale. So say I get 4,000 crowns worth of services every month in cleaning, mm-hmm. they take 2,000 off the top. So the company still gets 4,000 crowns, but 2,000 of it comes from the government and 2,000 comes from me. 
And then that way they can afford to employ people um, that otherwise would have a really difficult time finding work. Yeah. So that's a really that's a really interesting way that they have of allowing people deductions. It's not a it's not a tax deduction per se, but you claim that in your in your taxes at the end of the year so that they can keep a register. Right. So that that's a really cool thing that they do. But for the most part there are no deductions here. Yeah. Is that they take out the money that you owe and at the end of the year you might get, you know, a couple thousand crowns or a couple hundred dollars back. You know, maybe or yeah. or something. If if you can, if you drive to the bus stop or something for work, hmm. but so it's not. I, I like the idea of the government just handling the whole process of figuring out what you're getting back or what they what they need to keep out of your you know whatever you was taken from your your pay. I mean, that just makes a lot more sense. It's seems really like it's a lot simple. more. Yeah, it seems a lot, a lot more efficient a process than having every single person do their own. It's just, it seems, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I won't. Up, up until this, oh, go ahead. Up until this last year, every time that it was tax time, mm-hmm. they would just send me a letter or they'd send me an electronic notification that my taxes were ready. I would log into the tax webs, the tax office website, yeah. with uh, my mobile my mobile ID on my phone. I would click that I accept the tax return and hit send. And that's it. That's the work I have to do to file my taxes unless I have deductions for travel. Right. Uh, there's also some other reductions that if you own rental properties and things like that, but, but they're very limited. I think there are four or five different areas that you can get deductions from. Yeah. There's travel, um, rental properties, and one or two other things. Yeah. So do you hear so a lot it's of really, it's really simple. do you hear a lot of bitching from people in Sweden about the taxes or what's the attitude there about it compared no. to the U.S.? No, no. Yeah. Everybody recognizes that the taxes are really high. Yeah. But the nice thing here is that everybody gets the benefits from the taxes. Right, Unlike right, in right. The U.S. and taxes are not that high here compared to the U.S. I worked it out one time because I I really wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Is that if you think about, say, and you live in Washington and you're middle income, you're paying around 20% in income tax. Yeah. So, but then you also have to add 9% for sales tax. Say it's 7% because you don't pay it for food, but you pay it pretty much for everything else. Yeah. So now you're paying 27%, and then add in how much of your percent of your income you're paying for medical insurance. So there's another three or four percent of your income. Mm-hmm. Um. And so it really starts adding up, and, and I calculated it as being with my salary that I have here now, mm-hmm. that I was I was paying about forty eight percent in the U.S. I would have paid forty eight percent or something in taxes in the U.S. I pay thirty three percent here. Yeah, flat. yeah. And I get all the same things that I get, and I get it in a much in a much better way. I mean, the services that I get from the from the public health system is so much better than I would get with shitty insurance back home. But the thing is, is that everybody gets it. So even if you're the CEO of H&M or Ikea, mm-hmm. it's exactly the same benefits as somebody that makes minimum wage. They might not necessarily take advantage of it if they want to pay for better, but everybody gets it. So unlike in the U.S. where if you're just – if you get to a point where you're just too middle income 
to get the benefits if you were poor. So it's almost like you go back in salary yeah. at a certain in a certain range because right. you lose yeah. your benefits because you make too much, but you don't make enough to make up for the benefits that you lose. Right, right. And that's not really fair because then you're also looking at people that are making middle income and things like that that are paying taxes for all these things that they don't get. So it really seems kind of unfair. One of the nice things here is that everybody gets it. So you really don't you don't complain. Everybody recognizes that that your your taxes are high. Sure, everybody everybody recognizes that and they talk we talk about it and we joke about it, things like that. But most people don't really complain because they get the benefits from it. I mean, everybody realizes benefits from the high taxes and people don't die from being poor here. Yeah. Yeah, as they um, do here. Yeah, people don't die from being poor here. People get five weeks of work off, five weeks of off from work every year. People get a year of paid parental leave when they have kids. God, that's amazing to me. That's that part is is mind blowing. I mean, I I had to fight tooth and nail just to get like a month off from my job. The when uh, Alex was born, you know, the idea that yeah. you just automatically get a year if you want it. I only took two weeks, and I had to use my vacation time. Yeah, see, that sucks. That's Mm -hmm. bullshit. You shouldn't have to use your vacation time for something. But it's the same with with the women at work. They work the whole time they're pregnant, and then all of a sudden they have the kid. And it's generally, you know, it's not always – we live in a day and age where it's not a surprise anymore. But – they they still have to take their vacation time. They still have to, you know, they get a few extra days, yeah. but it's not paid. Yeah. I have to go check on my son just a second. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So what? while while Dave steps away, why don't we talk yeah, about Yeah, well, let's the, talk about uh, the beers we've had because we didn't yeah. – well, I never gave Melvin a number. Oh, yeah, neither did I. We, we never gave Melvin a number, which, <laughs> you know what? It's drinkable. It's a it's a three. Yeah, For I me, agree. three yeah. is drinkable. Two is nearly undrinkable. One is completely pour it out in the sink. Yeah. But that's a, it's a three. I'd uh, give for it a three, a, too. For a lager. I agree Absolutely. with that. I agree with that, which um, is a surprise for me because – and it doesn't have any of the qualities of the lager. My, you know, Deanne said earlier when no, she tasted it, it that does. it doesn't have I that. I really aftertaste. think it has. It does have that kind of lager flavor to it. Uh, they obviously use the the uh, the right yeast and, and malts okay. to create that flavor, but it's it's not pronounced. Oh, so you're like probably you're probably picking up something different than what I mean. For me, it's always the aftertaste with the with the cheap beers like the lagers and the pilsners that you'd buy. That's what kills it for me. I mean, it's the initial yeah. taste of it is is is. I mean, they're not I like great. Being as close to you. It's not the. <laughs> I feel like we should dim the lights a little. Um, we got the candles. <laughs> should light over the there. candles. Yeah. yeah, there's candles right over there. Oh, there's candles right here. Yeah. Um. So, but um. I it, for me, it's the aftertaste. It's like the initial taste is not great, but it's it's tolerable. But it's there's, yeah. there's something in the aftertaste, and I didn't get any of that from this. So, um, I would uh, at least give them a three. I mean, for me, at least a lager, giving it a three is, is pretty impressive. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. So, and then moving on to the, also the same same alcohol content, 5.2% on this one too, the Wells uh, Banana Bread Beer. So what did you think of the Wells Banana Bread Beer? Um, I think I went through my numbers just recently. So yeah, we're going to go two on this. I'm <laughs> two, <laughs> two, approaching one. Yeah, Fat, vastly approaching one. I'm probably not going to drink any more of it. 
No, I'm not going to drink any more of it either. And there's so a little bit left Hopefully your wife likes bottle. it because there's a little bit left. So. I can't tell if she liked it or not. I handed her her glass and she smelled it and she goes, interesting. But it was that kind of noncommittal. But it's a, it's a sweet <laughs> kind of malty beer. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we should... With hints of banana. And you're right. It, it, they're right. It does taste like banana bread. Yeah. I like banana bread. I love banana bread. Yeah. In bread form. Speaking of, ban- yeah. speaking of bananas, That's... interesting trivial fact... Potassium. You know, can't, can't, banana flavored candy doesn't taste anything like bananas, right? No. no. One of the reasons that is is that the banana flavor that is used comes from a banana that is extinct. What? Yeah, what, really? I've heard, I've heard that too. Yeah, I've never heard that. The, 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 the banana that was used to create the artificial flavor that is commonly used for banana mm-hmm. went extinct in the 50s <laughs> no kidding and so you can't actually buy bananas that have that that distinct flavor anymore okay but they, they still use it for um fake banana so if you get artificial banana flavor like banana extract uh, uh, runts yeah. or wasn't it runts that has a banana in it oh, um yes. <laughs> I flavored my but, banana bread with runts. I, I, I haven't independently verified that that fact is correct, but I thought that would be an interesting. Trip yeah, well. it, it, I've I've heard that as well. Um, what is funny is that uh, again, like Mexico has four to five different kinds of bananas. Yeah, and we, you know, we have like one. <laughs> yeah, because we did it right. Bananas are <laughs> yellow because we did it right. Well, hey, um, that's interesting to learn that because I have always said, and I think I said this in the previous podcast when we were going to drink this, but I don't think we got around to it last time. Which is that um, I don't like banana flavored stuff, but I love bananas. And that's and I why. Have a real problem with that, and and I've you know I've always joked around about the uh, like, Duncan Trussell. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like lifesavers, I'm a fanatic when it comes to lifesavers, you know. And if I get one of those yeah. tropical rolls and I'm going through it like crazy, it's like I hit a I banana. Love butterscotch. Yeah, yeah. Any oh, any God. lifesavers except banana flavor. That's where I stop and I go into like a little yeah. bit of a dilemma because I, I, it's just there's something about that banana flavor. It's just not right. <laughs> I don't know. Did you when you were a kid? Did you get the lifesaver packages that had the raisin flavor? No, there was a raisin flavor. Well, uh, I would. Yeah, I'd love to was, try that. It was. I'm trying. They were the, the the holiday books. Okay. Yeah. 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 They had a raisin flavor. Weird. No, I never. I never encountered that ever. And there, it's. I mean, it's what what plum or whatever, whatever raisins come from. Great. It's really what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, a raisin is just a dehydrated plum with sugar. So, yeah, they were raisin flavor in the... Yeah. That's... I have to Google that because I, don't, I want to make sure that I'm not just remembering something that's not for real. I would love to try that. That's interesting. Um, I'm, uh, I, I'm weird about lifesavers, man. You put a pack in front of me and it just it's gone. Lifesavers. Yeah. So are we, did we did we land on a two for the banana bread oh, beer? Yeah, I think that was we a did. solid two. Um, it's encroaching Wavering. on the territory of one. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think actually, um, to give them credit, I mean it is a good beer. Other than I think it's just the weird banana bread. 
flavor is not is just not working. It's it doesn't do uh, it for me. The beer itself for me, I think, is is kind of plain. That's yeah. that was the problem. And then it's plain because they're pushing the banana flavor. And the banana flavor is pronounced. See, I would love to know but, if they're using that banana flavor that you guys were just talking about, because this smells like banana flavored lifesavers to me. What we well, were just talking it, it about. Actually, um, I was going to read the uh, a romance copy on here, <laughs> but it does say right on the front, malt malt beverage brewed with bananas and banana flavor added. Okay, okay. Banana so the flavor. romance copy, uh, I, I want to read. Give it away. <laughs> Long ago, ale was known as liquid bread. We've used our long history of creating the finest malt blends and added fair trade bananas to awaken the senses with a seriously fruity, rich, yet surprising, surprisingly versatile banana bread beer. They use different fonts and things in here, so I should read it. I should read it like it's written. Long ago, (laughs) ale was known as liquid bread. Ouch. (laughs) Okay, stop reading it that (laughs) way. Sorry. Um, Yeah. Uh, No. I'm going to say no on the liquid bread. Yeah, I'm going to also. Um, We're going to move on to uh, Pike Puget Sound. Remember when we went to Pike Brewing, Dave? It was fun. Yeah. Uh, Pike, Puget Sound Keeper, Sound Keeper, Octopus Inc. Black IPA. You know what would be awesome? If they actually put Octopus Inc. in this. Let's drink it without finding out first. It, you know, you're going to read the romance copy and it'll say Octopus Inc. flavoring. That's fine. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I've had Octopus Inc. It's not bad. It's just salty. No, I meant Octopus Inc. flavoring. Oh, fla- <laughs> like a flavor. <laughs> flavoring, because you get that often. Wow. That's Dark I'm going to pour be real just like ink. Rick. It's oh, a Rick pour. You did a Rick, Rick pour. pour. Just this a, one's a Rick pour. I think I'm going to get a picture. I'm going to get on. photographic evidence that Jeff just did a Rick pour. There we go. That's, um, that is damn dark. <laughs> What's well, dark IPA? Here's the, the label. Yes. Label. We can, we can all see label. the label. We can all see the label on the Dave's video. Not paying attention, so I'll, I will move on. <laughs> Mm. Well, wait, I need the bottle for the romance copy. Wow. Oh, it's from Seattle. There's no romance copy. <laughs> the ingredients is water, malt, hops, yeast. Yeah. There's that's, no mention of uh, actual octopus 8.3% ABV. 80 IBU. But wow. I'm not tasting that IBU, and I'm not tasting 80. That's all right. Just to let you know, my wine is... <laughs> Fourteen point five percent. Ooh, that's a good solid wine you got there. Nice. Gonna be sleeping well tonight. <laughs> I think it would have been genius. I know. That they added. Yes, <laughs> and it's two forty-six in the morning. I feel, I feel like we're abusing you. It's like it's either super early in the morning and we're getting you drunk, or you're like it's like really late at night. <laughs> it, actually. The last time that I did it, when it really was, it was like five o'clock in the morning. That was really hard yeah. because I, it was the beginning of my day. That yeah. was my birthday. Yeah, oh, that yeah. made it difficult, yeah. but it was worth it. Thank you. But, <laughs> I couldn't I finish scared. that I'll, podcast because I kept hearing myself. <laughs> I'm on vacation, so I'll go to bed and wake up when I feel like it. And... Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Nothing wrong with that. I want to be on vacation. I can't wait to be on vacation again. 
I'm uh, I'm taking some days off. Um, it's a secret. Um, but well, it's going to be a surprise for my wife for her birthday. She's been talking about going to Seattle with Nikita and all of us and just staying the night and like adventuring in Seattle. So that's what we're going to do. Like on the fifteenth, we're yeah. going to go to Seattle. I've nice. booked a hotel like right downtown. It's I think we've stayed in that hotel before. It's a really nice one. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, we'll just go and spend a couple of days in Seattle, and then we're heading down to Olympia to spend uh, the weekend yeah. with uh, the Zamoras. And I think it's going to be a great time, and I think she's going to love it. And, you know, happy birthday, yeah. baby. That's all. Yeah. Nice. You're a good husband, Jeff. I'm going to spend shit tons of money on my wife. Is basically it. And <laughs> that makes you a good husband. That's the Does secret. that make me a good husband? That's the secret. I kind of feel like yeah. an asshole. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like an asshole. What? I, because she'll make me feel like an asshole. So at some point, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, you never buy anything for me. And then I'll remind her of this. And she'll be like, that was just that once. <laughs> like, am I constantly supposed to spend money on you? I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> no, my wife actually isn't like that at all. She's really not like that. Even though she's comes from wealth. Yeah. She's really, you know, when we first got married, it, no, it's never really been like that. Every once in a while, something will crop up, like I'll buy a game or a D&D book or something, and she's like, well, can I buy, she has a really hard time asking to, for me to buy things for her. Yeah. It's weird. I don't, I don't know why. Like, and I'm like, honey, have I ever said no when you asked me to buy something for you? Have I ever said no? She's like, well, no, but I feel terrible because we're spending money. And like, she is one of the cheapest human beings you've probably met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she has like, you know, some of her boots and shoes will are, cost three or $400. You know, she'll spend real money on her clothes and stuff. Yeah. But that's like once every couple of years. Right. You know. Motherfucking better be. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, no, I didn't buy any of those. That was her mom. Her mom buys her that shit. Well, used to when she was alive. But her mom would buy her that stuff. I, I'll buy her a $60 pair of jeans or, you know, the $70 pair of boots or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But If you want $400 shoes, you better go downtown and suck some dick and walk <laughs> No shit. No shit. Like, like, for real, I would rather you suck another dude's dick than me spend $400 on shoes. I have I no you. problem with that. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. I, lo- I love you, but I'm not going to let you walk around on 400 bucks. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I'm. Mean, you know what? How about we get your current boots and I just we'll just tape some hundred dollar bills inside, and then you got four hundred dollar pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can do useful things with it. Like you know, all of a sudden it's time to pay the electric bill. You're like, I got that shit in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. Oh. Exactly. I always, Deanna, and I always get into you it. Over. Four, you want four hundred dollar shoes? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I will buy you twenty dollar shoes. <laughs> And then we're gonna call it good. $3 worth of scotch tape. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got 400 Benjamins right here. We'll just tape them on the inside. We'll spend twenty dollars on your shoes, and then we'll spend three hundred and eighty dollars on the electric bill, so that you can see your fucking shoes. (laughs) I understand that, man. My electric bill is horrible right now. Fucking cold weather. Deanna and I always uh, have uh, bump heads over the whole purse thing. I don't know if you guys ever deal with that. No, like my wife, I, I am my wife's purse. 
<laughs> my Dan- wife hates purses. She really doesn't like carrying them around. Oh my so. god, Deanne collects them. It's like these. It's like a. It's like a. Does she do like the Burberry and the Michael Kors? They're and, all. They're all expensive and, ones. And yeah. I, and I always tease her. You know, it's like you're you're paying for an empty bag. <laughs> There's nothing in I sp- it. I did spend. I did buy my wife kind of a purse. It's more of a shoulder like. What is that delivery bag? What are those called? I can't remember what they're called. Oh, a yeah, I know bag. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's like it costs like forty bucks, and it has her favorite anime emblem on it. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's that's the purse I bought her, and she loves it, and she uses it constantly. And that was two when, years ago I bought it for. Her. When Sarah and I first got married, I, I bought her uh, a current season coach purse. Coach, that was ma- the other one. Yeah, with a, with a matching wallet. Because she had a, a she had a knockoff that she she got from New York when she was on vacation, and it started to break, and she was really upset because she liked it. So I actually went and bought her a nice one, yeah. and then I figured I was good until our twentieth anniversary. Wow. Yeah, those are expensive purses. Like yeah. all the women at work, yeah. not all, but a lot of them, they they buy those and they like buy two or three a year. Yeah. I'm like, well, fortunately, okay, fortunately, I understand you have double income, but. Wow, that's yeah. If I know. my wife was buying that shit, no. <laughs> Sarah's down to earth enough to to realize that you know once we once we had Nathan that a coach purse is just not practical. So now she's got like the bowling the bowling ball bag type purse where she can have everything. She can like steal babies in them, and that's <laughs> and that's great. Yeah, because you can only smuggle plums. <laughs> Yeah, my wife has never been into the purses, but shoes. My wife has over fifty pairs of shoes and or boots and or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That's there's a whole storage unit. Well, storage unit, storage cubby thing. That's uh, you could probably put at least three or four children in there. <laughs> and you know what you should do is every time you get mad at her, go in and steal one shoe. Oh no, it's okay. She does that herself. No, like just like you're like. Oh, really? You're going to treat me like that? Well, I'm going to go in and steal one shoe so that, you know, then you'll know the revenge is coming. Then, like, three years down the road, she's like, have you seen my pink pushing boots? And I'm like, nah. Have you looked up? I nailed them all to the ceiling. Oh, you're short. You can't reach them. Ha! I win. Or super glue wood blocks in the toe section. <laughs> That's it's awesome. like shorting somebody's sheets, but better because it's super glue. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, these are all great ways to get killed in your sleep. It's true. It's true. Well, Sarah, Sarah's a nurse, so she wears sensible shoes. That's really nice. Yeah. Right and on. And she's right really on. tall, so she tries to avoid heels as well. Yeah. I remember, I remember at your guys' wedding, uh, uh, her and my wife went out to go get shoes for her. And yeah. first of all, she already had a hard time, but she was really apparently super self-conscious about because she got yeah. heels. And she was super self-conscious about it. <laughs> and my wife, of course, assured her, like, don't even worry about it. It looks beautiful. I mean, you know, it yeah. looked great. So it was just, it's, it's the weird, it's, the, the weird thing like you know if uh, it, it, 
it happens with guys too, but women like short women want to be tall, tall women want to be short, girls with yeah. little boobs want big boobs, girls with big boobs want little <laughs> boobs, you know, guys with little dicks want big dicks, guys with big dicks still want big dicks, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's, it's all the same. Oh, I read, I saw an article um, about this, uh, about that very topic. Um, uh, what dicks or boobs? No, in the classical. It's usually one or the other. In the classical era, there was a. I saw a, 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 an article about the fact that you know, somebody who's classical a, era, like like uh, the Greek and Roman white people or everybody else, <laughs> Greek and Roman era white people, like the sculptures. <laughs> the sculptures. Uh, the yes. fact that the sculptures always had were. Were let's say not impressive in that regard. Less than impressive. Yeah, they were. And, they were unremarkable. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No, unphenomenal. Unphenomenal. <laughs> well, I ran across a very interesting article about that from a discussion about that. Well, it is a statue of David. Yeah, yeah, it was from the statue <laughs> of David <laughs> as he flexes and shows me his guns. But apparently, that was a sign of civility. Like uh, the bigger it was, it was considered like a, a sign of being barbaric and uncivil. Ooh. Ooh. So, um, yeah, yeah but that's... the ladies love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> women are real crazy about civilized behavior. <laughs> they're un- no, yeah, they're. <laughs> In other words, unremarkable. I thought it was kind of interesting. It's it's uh, it's funny the um, the perception though. You know the the idea that that you know what was that two thousand years ago. It's yeah, like in the, one certain culture, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's it's kind of kind of interesting. Anyway, mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. thought it was, it was something I'd never known before about that, and never understood why why the statues and stuff. I mean, you know, you never really because want to point it out. None of the Greeks were black. What's that? <laughs> none of the Greeks were black. <laughs> no, they were also complete dicks. The I Greeks the were fucking. Baby's holding a plum. <laughs> Babies. No, I'm sorry. Was that too racial? Was that too? No, that's okay. Was that too? Was that too ethnically inappropriate? <laughs> no, um, I think no. The reason, the the very fact you word use the word ethnically, is the racist part. Uh, that's true. Maybe. <laughs> Frozen ethnics. I saw that in a supermarket. Not lying. Frozen ethnics. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! It took me. Okay, I get it. That's probably not a good way to... No, but that's Skagit Valley for you. (laughs) Skagit Valley Safeway. Back in the late 90s, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I went in there, and I just started busting up. Because from the back of the store, you could see frozen ethnics. (laughs) Why would you put that on your fucking... Oh, I get it. It's like frozen burritos and and frozen Asian food. It's like ethnic food. Yeah. But they put frozen ethnic. Yeah. (laughs) Not a good idea. Funny. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I think it's funny. I might not have been sober at the time. <laughs> uh, probably not. Not in the late 90s. Jeff, how many times have you been in a grocery store where you were sober? I think we've heard these stories, haven't we? <laughs> it's, well, it's, there was that you know, one time that Jeff got cut off at Hagen. I've heard this story. That's exactly yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah, I got cut off at Hagen. You know what? It takes I, a I think it, I, 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 you know, maybe 14 times. You could choose whether I was cut off or I was sober. Right. You could choose one of those. But right. Fine. 
You get kicked out of the produce yeah. section. Exactly. The bouncer. Manhandling those melons. <laughs> well, you got to knock on them. The nipples right here. I mean, the things right here. <laughs> Stir. Stop licking the melons. Yes. Leave them alone. Well, how am I going to know they're fresh? Nice. I'm going to explore some video effects on Dave. Well, I was going to ask what you think of the Pike Brewing. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm swallowing this stuff. It's yeah, I, I think it's pretty good. I'm it's impressed. Good. Is it the best black IPA I've ever had? No. Nah. But it is a black IPA. They did. They hit all the notes. It's it's good. It's good. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to drink it. I'd give it a probably a three. Not crazy. It's a about solid it. three. Yeah. It's a solid three, unlike the unsolid two that the banana beer was. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was an unsolidified two. <laughs> I that was a liquid two. It was I, a- I love the idea that somebody making, you know, that any brewery out there would do something that interesting and, and different. But, you know, they Have also... you met Rogue Brewing? <laughs> They do all kinds of it's, stupid shit in their beer, like the grape ape beer. Remember the grape ape oh, beer? Oh yeah, that was yeah, yeah. some of the most. Oh, and, and then the um, the donut, the voodoo, voodoo donut, donut beer, the maple yeah. beer is basically what it was. It was a oh, maple beer. Yeah, that was not that was not wow. good. I love you, Rogue, but stop it! <laughs> You're hurting my tongue. We have a bar in Vesteros where you can get the the. Voodoo beer, the donut beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or at least you used to be able to. I don't know if they still do it. I think they still um, make it. Yeah. yeah. But we have a we have one bar here in Vestros. Well, we have more than one, of course, but we have one that has hundreds of different selections of beer. Yeah. And they have the voodoo beer. That was the one in the pink. Yeah. 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 They they had it. I didn't buy it because one of the problems with having so many selections of of really good beer. In a place like Vestros, is the really good beers sit around forever and expire, mm. and so the shitty beers, of course, go like hotcakes. But yeah. and so when I went there, and I only went there one time because I was ordering all these, I, I I tried to order all these other, I tried to order these really good beers, especially the ones from back home, like they had Red Hook and some other things, mm. um, but they were all expired, and so after I tried one and I realized that it was sour because it had expired then I was like well let me try that one and like no no you can't have that one either hmm. I'm like no no you can't have that one either so I was like oh, alright fine fuck it <laughs> why can't so you have was, the other so ones I haven't, I haven't been back but well cause you sent it back the, I've seen the voodoo donut beer here in Vesteros which is nice that's cool that's cool Vesteros, well you know what every time, if every... and when we come I'll probably be bringing some beer with me from Bellingham so Every time you say the name of the place you are, it, it sounds like Westeros. I keep hearing Westeros. Westeros. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's Westeros. Yeah, okay, Westeros. Is it? <laughs> it's so I, I need to talk to Sarah about that, like the pronunciation. Because well, I keep calling it Westeros. It's V E is the letter. Yeah. S T E R O O. Vesteros. Vesteros. Because it's an A with a Yeah. And then an A with a circle. Do they do the pronounced V? What? Do they do the pronounced V? 
Like for Vesteros? Yeah, Vesteros. Uh, some some people will do it Westeros because they pronounce V like vampire. Yeah. Well, like yeah. Um, in Spanish, V is basically the little B. So if you're you're saying something like vaca, like cow vaca, yeah. is yeah. how yeah. we would pronounce it. But if for them it's vaca. Oh. But if they use something with a B in it, it's yeah. the B is big. It's B. And for yeah. the V, it's B. Oh. It's small. It's the little B. Yeah, that's interesting. So. I didn't know that. Uh, here, uh, some people will pronounce W's as V's and V's as W's. So a lot of it just depends on your on your yeah. dialect or your accent. Uh, right on, so, right on. Yeah. Are, are, do you... Do you have the ear right now, now that you've been there long enough, to uh, hear the different accents from the south to the north and whatnot? Uh, you don't have to be here from here to hear the difference between the north and the south. The south people, they speak like fucking gutter trash. It's horrible. What do you mean, what do you, what do you mean gutter trash? Like they just use a lot of cuss words or what? I mean... No, it's... No, they're... They're, they're just lazy they're, in their speech? It's... They're... Swedish is very corrupt, I guess, from the from Swedish. Uh, so it sounds horrible. And if you don't, if you're not from the area, it's really difficult to understand them. Kind of like um, if you're an American listening to somebody with really thick Irish English. Yeah. You practically need a translator. Uh, okay. So, and it's the same if you go far north, is that you really do. I I can't understand people that speak Swedish that have a really thick southern or northern accent. Ah. Uh, well, it's like talking to my wife in Spanish or anything like that. I mean, uh, they they call it uh, um, Chalangos are from uh, Mexico City, and they have their own language. Yeah, Chalanga is its own language, so people outside of Mexico City don't understand anyone in Mexico City. (laughs) And when we go to other places in Mexico, I can understand a lot of people quite often. Yeah. Uh, But as soon as I go to Mexico City, I don't, I don't know what the fuck anybody. Is it just different pronunciations, or is it like different words? Well, he's talking about accents. Okay. Uh, When you when you're talking about Chilanga compared to uh, uh, the Spanish they speak outside, Chilanga is all about the colloquialisms. Oh, okay. So it's it's all about slang. Yeah. So, and there's there's a whole song that uh, one of the bands from Mexico City does, uh, Cafe Tacuba, Mm -hmm. does a. A song called Chalanga, I think it's called. It's something uh, Chalanga Banda, is what it's called, yeah. and that's what it's kind of a rap, and that's all they use is the slang. Oh. <laughs> and not even my wife understands all of it because they're using the slang from the streets of Mexico City, mm-hmm. like the cab drivers and the, you know the, just the people, the poorer folks, and they're it's just and it sounds awesome, yeah, but it's just very odd. It's very right. strange. Right. I'll have to get you a, a sample of it for the end of this episode. Yeah, okay. Put it on there. That'd be cool. Um, but, speaking of the end of the episode, I think we're, I think we're the, just uh, about at final thoughts. Final thoughts so, uh, you know what? Go ahead. I thought we had an hour and a half. Rick, you're killing me. It's at an hour and a half. <laughs> we're, we're at an hour and a half. You just weren't here for some of it. <laughs> you, but we you, love you. Well, you blacked out midway through. <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. <laughs> 
It's that fucking <laughs> Zin, we, man. We that Zin. We started at one, right? We started at around one. So. Yeah. 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 Um, so my final thoughts? Yeah, um, your final thoughts. Do you have any? I, Go ahead. I'm not. Somebody's touching my leg. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I've been sexually. <laughs> I've been sexually harassed. And I, oh, you would know if you were sexually harassed. <laughs> What's that? What? You're the only other person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be. It's one of I still I watched hey, that movie a couple of years ago again. It's still funny as fuck. I don't care who you are. Spaceman is an awesome movie. Spaceman? Yeah. Oh, I've never you've seen heard, it. You've heard of Harlan Williams, the comedian? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's one it's a vehicle for him. Oh. And it's it's fucking hilarious. It's oh. so dumb and fun and ridiculous. Okay. It's where out. I get a lot of some of my sayings like holy mother of meat. It's it's where I get that. <laughs> He, he does a lot of that. Monkey. <laughs> but, yeah. Nice. It's, so, yes, my final thoughts is I've just been sexually harassed. And, uh, you know. Hashtag you too. I kind of liked it. Yeah, hashtag I kind of liked it. <laughs> Pound me too. <laughs> Actually, that was nothing. Jeff has grabbed other areas. In no, areas. I directly <laughs> grabbed his pee-pee at some point. Was it phenomenal? At a party. Well, he had a good grip. Let's just say that. (laughs) My grip was phenomenal. The rest of it, eh. Remarkable, but unphenomenal. We'll just just say I felt the love. We'll leave it at that. Do you feel the love tonight? Hey, they're making a live-action version of that, so it oh, should good. be shite. Oh, good, good. Because yeah, because that's what we need. We haven't had enough of that. <laughs> How about your final thoughts, Dave? Bring, bring it on. I want to explore these video effects. Go ahead. Uh, my final thoughts. I was slightly disappointed that we weren't able to get a little bit further into the conversation about uh, the Swedish benefits because this is going to blow your mind. Yeah. You have insurance for your car. Really? Through the government? No, I'm just saying people. You okay? Yeah. Have car insurance. You have insurance for your death. You have insurance for your teeth and your eyes. Do you have insurance for your income? Uh, income. If you lose your no, job, just my outcome. If you lose your job suddenly, <laughs> do you have insurance to cover that? Yes and no. I mean, I've got it within no. my job, but not outside of the job. No. Like if I was but disabled. If you were to lose your job, see, that's one of the coolest things here mm-hmm. is we have income insurance. So I pay, I buy insurance every month. I pay for insurance every month. Yeah. So if I were to ever lose my job, my salary is insured. Wow. Isn't that fucking awesome? That's uh, in- that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard all to I have. If in case I get fired, I quite literally have a, uh, um, a about a ten inch dildo in my drawer <laughs> that I will pull out, pull down my pants, and give it to my boss and say, "Please slowly shove this into my ass." Yeah. No income salary insurance. It's a real thing. They don't provide us with that. <laughs> You're lucky. No, I had to buy the dildo myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. And so I was a little disappointed that we didn't get to that in the in the part earlier. 
So that's my final thought. Okay. Is that, is that your salary is one of the most important things that you have in your in your everyday life. Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't you insure that? Wouldn't Good that be nice? Question, yeah. It's, um, well, that's that's my that's my final thought. Well, someday when I grow up and live in a real country, <laughs> that might happen. <laughs> well, you know, if you don't work, you know, you don't deserve the pay. That's what Jesus said. I believe uh, that was when he was quote. riding around on a triceratops, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> telling all the non-whites to get off of his lawn. Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> With his shotgun in his hand, fucking uh. With the American flag. That is not my final thought. American Although, flag. Although that could be. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just I just want to uh, uh, note that uh, I posted a, uh, a, a trailer to a movie recently that looks freaking awesome from Finland. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? It oh looked my God. super she cool. That trailer today, she is down to go watch that in the theater. Oh, is she? What was it? What was it? The um, what was it called? It was something like oh, it was uh, Metal Trip or something, something like that. Oh. Um, but it was about these metalheads in the small town in Finland. Yeah. Who who are of course chastised for being what they are but they have their little band in the basement or the barn or something like that their mom comes down and like it's time for lunch and then she leaves in the middle of and uh <laughs> they they end up actually talking to this guy that says he can get them into this festival in norway yeah this metal festival in norway right so they go on a road trip to get to the metal festival, and it's kind of about their journey. And okay. It, it sounds amazing. If you look up my post, I think you liked it. You just don't remember it. <laughs> um, you should look it up and watch that video or watch the trailer to it. It looks okay. phenomenal. It looks wonderful. Well, you had, a, you had a trailer for a movie called The Endless, and what I saw was that The Endless looks- trailer. Which the endless trailer. It kind of is an endless trailer, but uh, the uh, that movie looks amazing. Yeah. That guy made another movie called Spring, which I own. Somebody has it right now. I don't know who. Um, very. He is obviously a guy who loves H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, and he he made this movie called Spring, which is about this guy who gets into trouble in the states, and to escape that, he's like, "Well, fuck it. I'm just gonna." Uh, uh, he he buys a ticket. To uh, Italy, I think, or uh, Spain. I can't remember which. And he has really very little money. He doesn't really know what he's going to do when he gets there. He just goes there. And he ends up meeting this girl and living with her for a while. Well, weird shits ensues with this girl. And Mm. you just have to watch the movie. To I don't want to give too much away. It's it's an amazing film. It's really, really well done. It's a wonderful little strange love story. And this is kind of his follow-up to that, which is about a cult. Okay. And these two guys that escape the cult and then want to go back to the cult. But their experience going back to the cult is something completely new and different. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it, it, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. But, no, definitely uh, watch. I can't remember what it's called now. You'd have to look it up on my thread to, to figure out what it was. But it, it looked pretty badass. That finished movie looks awesome. So. Yeah. That's my final thought. How about you guys? I'm, I, I wasn't listening. My... I think you had final thoughts, right? <laughs> Jeff, I thought you always liked my final thoughts. I was just thinking about my hand on your leg. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's masturbatory theater for later. Yes. Well, uh, I guess we should say literally good night, Dave. <laughs> good mic, Dave. Good night, Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Good night, Dave. You sound like you really need to go to bed. No, I don't. You guys can't. Bye bye. Turn off the podcast. Bye bye. Stay a while. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, I want to stop. I want to hit stop here at some point. Okay, bye-bye. This episode of the Beer Plus 3 podcast contains artificial banana flavoring and featured Jeff Swartman, Rick Anderson, and our special guest David Brown. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Facial, facial, it's a facial. <laughs> so what facial? Are, you, are, you giving facials? are you giving facials, Jeff? I, I, I give free facials. Nice. Yeah, I'm like that. Oh. So, how was your vacation, Dave? I'm still on vacation. I know, but you said yeah. this is the tail end, so... It is. It was great. Um... You guys go somewhere, do something? Stockholm, yeah, and it's built for kids, so it's super yeah. fun. It's cool. And we went um, sledding on the lake today. On the lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he he was he was ice skating, but I can't ice skate or ski, so I went sledding and he went ice skating. Ah, you can, ice skating—it's not that hard. Um, no, yeah. I. I just have never done it, so I didn't want to try and get, you know, five, six kilometers out onto the lake and then realize that it sucks. So. Oh, no, it su- I never said it didn't suck. I just said it wasn't as hard as everyone makes it out to me. <laughs> um, I bought the expansion to Civilization Six, so I've been playing that. Yeah, I just got one of the... De- Actually, I was going to ask, uh, like, this gentleman and whoever else might want the uh, a version of Civilization VI, because I got it free in my Humble Bundle, but they also gave me a bunch of DLC for it, so I was like, yay! I <laughs> I've, never played, I've never played Civilization. It's crack. Really? Yeah. It is. It is. If you like turn-based I, strategy, resource management... I think over the... I think the five years that Civilization five, five or six years that Civilization five was out before Civilization six, I put in over seven hundred hours. Wow! Yeah, my, mine says twenty four hundred hours. <laughs> well, but yeah. I would leave it on for like a week you, at you a time. You guys could have built so. a real civilization in that period of time, you know. But you know, it, <laughs> I would spend a lot of time on it. But leave it on for two days. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just. Then, Oh, good. Um, I probably did I went, put for real about a thousand hours into it. Wow, that's how much I played. Yeah, I had uh, Quake I Three the- for the longest time, and and uh, 
I it it wasn't through Steam, but um, that I would fire that up like once a night and play for like fifteen twenty minutes a night, and I did that for years and years and years, and I I would love to have known how many hours I put in on that thing. Just... The, the worst the worst that I've ever done when I was in I started playing a text based game online. Yeah. Um, back Mud. when I was in yeah back when I was in high school. Um. So this was way back before the World Wide Web and. Um, over the course of uh, maybe four or five years, I played over 300, I think I played over 380 days. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say 380 and that, and that, hours. And that's calculated in real hours. Not Holy fuck. Being logged that's, on that's, from start to finish. Wow. wow. Yeah, they log your hours. Yeah, so if you're... If you play for six hours, you get counted for six hours. If you play for 27 hours, you get counted for 27 hours. I played for wow. over 380 days in, in a five-year pay- period, which means that I literally spent one. a year of my life, or more than a year of my life, in front of a computer playing that one game. One-fifth of your life during that period of time was basically... I mean, does that... Well, now I'm 42, so one forty-second of my life was Well. <laughs> Well, I, what meant, I meant during that five-year period yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, but that's how I ended up in Sweden, actually. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a lost cause. Yeah, no, it, your it your Swedish your Swedish addiction started then. <laughs> yeah, my uh, the game was run on a server in in at the computer science club in Göteborg, which is here in Sweden, hmm. and uh, when I graduated from high school, I was bumming around not knowing what to do and I met through the game that I played I met this girl that lived in Sweden um, and I moved here um, back in 96 I oh. think I moved here um, ignorantly I mean I didn't know you couldn't just move here and live forever I mean I didn't know anything <laughs> about these or or, you know, I thought, well, we're, we're fucking friends and we're Americans, right? So They're, they're also friendly here. We are American. <laughs> I know. We so got in great big guns. for about three months and then the Swedish government kicked me out. Um, <laughs> so, but I made some good friends when I was here. Some other friends that played this game. And then, um, you know, shoot forward 13, 14 years. And I was getting ready to go on another really big vacation. And so we came, me and a buddy of mine came back to Sweden because we could stay with a buddy of mine that I had met the first time I was here. Right. And for free. So we could save a little bit of money. And it was super fun the first time. Mm -hmm. And that's when I met Sarah on that vacation. So, you know, one fifth of my life over that period got me to where I am now, so I really can't complain at all. And when you moved to Sweden, that didn't come up, the the fact that you'd been kicked out once before, or was that... Uh, uh, I wasn't allowed to come back for 10 years. Oh. (laughs) But that wasn't because of Sweden. That was because the State Department... um, I'm sorry, it was five years. Because the State Department... Uh, destroyed my passport hmm. uh, because it was because well because while I was here I had to carry it everywhere at the time 
and it, I ruined it. Like I literally defaced it. It got so gross and sweaty and ripped up and tore tore up. Yeah. And when I came back, um, the 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 State Department had put a, a red stamp in it. Mm. Um, and so when I went back to the U.S. in order to get the to reactivate my passport, I had to to get this red stamp removed. So I sent my passport in. And then they sent me a letter saying that since I had destroyed a federal document and that I was a red stamped passport, that I was I wasn't allowed to use my passport for five years. Uh oh. Oh. That means I should probably so I stop wait. wiping my ass with the pages of mine. <laughs> God damn it. Right. Well, when you're in the woods right. in Canada, it happens. Trying to cross the border. Trying to cross the border. I know. See, I can hear myself. You better cool yourself Somewhere. down. Stands with a fist. <laughs> Stands with a fist. <laughs> Have you seen the show called Stand vs. Evil? It's awesome. Yes, I, I, not the show, but I watched the... First season? Wasn't that a movie first? Or, no. no. That was Tuck and, Tuck and Dale. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, yeah. 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 Are you recording right now? Yeah, this oh, is the... Yeah, we haven't really officially started because I haven't done my thing. But uh, that's true. You haven't introduced us. No, so, I don't. We don't know each other yet. I know. It's, it's a, a, a we don't podcast know each other yet. <laughs> Episode one thirty. We're strangers passing in the night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when a body meets a body in the rye, <laughs> they generally don't move very far because they're fucking dead. I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I, you know, I only kill people in Rye. <laughs> so is it's the three of us and you said your uh, uh, your wife was here, Rick? Yeah, I was trying to talk her into sticking around, but I think uh, she doesn't want to. She has a bottle of wine I think she has a date with. <laughs> Bottles are stupid. What's that? The Wanted Zin. Zin- I said oh. bottles are dumb. <laughs> She shouted from the other room that she's doing laundry, so I should. I probably she's allegedly drinking. That's a, wine. that's an excellent bo- box of wine. I, you know what? I, I, I because I know you, I I actually said that. So you better warm up that box of wine because I, I figured you had one somewhere. And I have a bottle of wine. I'm on vacation, so you're on vacation. That means also- multiple boxes of wine, juice boxes. <laughs>
and you literally get just as much alcohol as you would in a bottle of booze. Mm. So if you're really going, if you're really going for like total math nerdness, and you're you're looking at it, because if you if you have if you have three liters of booze, you have three hundred uh, milliliters of pure alcohol uh-huh. in a ten percent beer, and so and if you have a seven hundred and fifty milliliters of forty percent alcohol, then that's also about three hundred milliliters of pure alcohol. But we're talking for, you know, one third the price. Hmm. So if you really just want to get totally fucking shit based, then you can buy this horrible beer, and yeah, you can get totally fucked up. But you're gonna, you're not gonna enjoy it because it tastes like, I mean, it tastes like somebody put vodka in their butthole. Uh, no. <laughs> Ew. That um, I don't do buttholes. I try to avoid them at all costs. You've never. I'm as far away from mine as I can get. You've never eaten an ass, Jeff. Uh, Not on purpose. Well, I mean, the nasty bits and the naughty bits are really close together. So sometimes, sometimes exactly like a tongue slip or something like that. So, well, you know, sometimes you get a little vigorous with the, uh, you know, yeah, the tongue. And you're you know, you're you're, you're, you're sometimes like, you're a little drunk, and uh, everything's dark sometimes because you know wives like the lights off. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I think that's honestly so she can't see me, but I know. Uh, <laughs> and and I, and I, I know, and I, I totally agree because, like, I want the lights on because my wife is super hot, and I think she's very. Jacked. I always want the light off. My wife is like off because she loves me, but I'm not attractive. <laughs> So she, I'm, she I'm loves there with me you. She loves, the, she loves the image of me in her head because those are all like feelings and auras and stupid bullshit. But like when you look at me, I'm in a 42 year old fat dude with stretch stretch marks and a and a unphenomenal penis. Unphenomenal. <laughs> Unremarkable or just unphenomenal? Well, no, no, it's unphenomenal. I mean, it's remarkable. It's, <laughs> it's remarkable. remarkable. <laughs> it's remarkable that somebody looked at it. That's what it is. But you know, so, you know. But you get you get excited and you're drunk and it's dark and oh my! Suddenly God. you taste something well, that you didn't want to taste. I, I think we need to start the podcast because. <laughs> All right, <laughs> poop talk over. Poop talk. Actually, it's, it's, it's the name of the new podcast. Poop talk, poop talk. with Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. The worst is when your um you're with your wife for a partner or whatever, assuming when I say partner, I mean pre-marriage, of course, um, that when you're just hanging out and you're having a good time and you're messing around and, you know, somebody's going down your your uh, naughty bits and then all of a sudden they start, like, messing around with your nasty bits and you're like, I kind of like this, but I wish you had warned me ahead of time because I am not prepared. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mike has spoken of this a lot, like ADD all day, Dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah nobody, nobody needs that in their mouth or around their, uh, you know, their nose yeah. at all. That's why, you know, it's really funny because I never really thought about that when I was picking up girls at the club. Well, neither were they. So <laughs> I think I, you were on an even but, playing field. But now, now that I'm now that I'm older and I'm aware, and I really don't, and I don't pick up girls at the club anymore, I'm like, that was really probably like their worst. 
moment of the day. It's well, like you, you don't want a hooker at the end of her shift. <laughs> well, it, it you know, I mean, it, it, you're on an even playing field because they're they've been dancing all night and drinking all night. They don't. They're not the freshest either. So you know. Uh, yeah. No. I mean. I'm, I mean. Yeah. But when you're in that, I mean, you really don't care about their feelings. At the, I mean, this is back in I mean, the day. There's more than once I've I've choked on some lint. That's just all I've said. <laughs> I know. I know. And then you're like, do you have a beer or something that I can wash this off with? Or yeah, maybe a yeah. vacuum cleaner. I think that's or why body shots were invented. <laughs> So so what? You pour the tequila in their belly button and then you shove and the, the and lime in there. Then you tickle them a little bit. It dribbles pubes. down. You're fine. It's all clean. You sprinkle the salt on their pubes and then you like flush it. Oh, God, no. That would be terrible to poor people. No woman <laughs> needs salt in her vagina. I guess, I guess my, miming licking salt off pubes is not very good on a podcast. But. Yeah, well, salt in the vagina is not very good either, so... I can imagine that that yeah. would be that would irritating. that would be slightly painful. I know, yeah. but I, anyway, you ever wonder? You ever wonder if you put salt in there long enough, does it become a pearl? <laughs> That's sand, but okay. Whatever. You're a bad person. It's about the irritation, Jeff. It's not about the. It's it's about the irritation. <laughs> Unfortunately, the podcast listeners uh, missed that, uh, that kind of emotive thing you just did. That, that look anyway, of conviction. Yes. Um, I think we'll just start this, shall we? Mm-hmm. Shall we? Shall mm-hmm. we, Rick? Talk poop. Oh, shit. Oh, Rick, 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 Rick. That was a Rick roll. <laughs> he rolled a one. It's all over my jacket, too. Well, now I'm gonna have to pour myself another beer. God no, damn it, Rick! No. That's okay. My, my my dry cleaner will bill you. <laughs> you know what, Bill Rick? He's on this wonderful podcast called. I, believe I can't. I just knocked poop the... talk. It's poop talk with Rick. Poop talk. Now that I've knocked my microphone over and then bumped Jeff's beer. I guess let's, we're ready let's, to start. Let's, let's not do that again, shall we? No, I won't do that again.